Next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougars down the gales in Provo. What the win means. Who was the MVP and what was the most impressive thing we saw in last night's dub? And Gavin Baxter had himself a game last night and joins us in Studio B. Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. TJ, slow bounce near the timeline. Starts it right to Cannon. Cannon, left wing, Selly is 30 feet away. Bounce to TJ in the corner. Accelerate to the paint. Hands low to Gavin. Who dunks it home? Gavin Baxter. Oh, you know I don't speak Spanish. 67-60. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, your host, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. You know I don't speak Spanish. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Friday, January 25th, and it is a great day to be a Cougar. (laughs) I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is getting ready for gymnastics in the Merritt Center. We'll check in with him later. So I'm teamed up with gnome collector Jason Shepard. That is incorrect. What is correct is I am a collector of DVDs of the movie The Gnome Mobile. The Gnome Mobile? That's the thing? You've never saw, I think it actually has aired on BYU TV. The Gnome Mobile. The Gnome Mobile? It was like in the same era of like what? Mary Poppins, like 60s Disney movies. Oh, okay. No wonder I've never seen it. Uh, Ironically yeah. enough, they do not look anything like the like Deli? Matthew Delavadova gnome that we have currently sitting on the desk. We were thinking we'd drop it off the building regardless, but today I'm feeling like we don't need to do that. But anyway, um, was Randy Bennett one of the drivers of the Gnomobile is the question. <laughs> um, he was a little salty about losing last night. Check this out with a little piano music. I think it affects the refs. I do. I think that it's loud and I think it I think it can affect them if if, uh, if they're not careful because it's loud. It's loud. It, 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 so it can affect us too. Um, it can affect them. I think it affects all three parties there, and that's why they don't lose much here. Uh, talking about the volume, yeah. Uh, this just in: volume doesn't affect how you rebound, play defense, or uh, shoot the ball. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Slash, there were 11,000. Like, that was a, by numbers, that was a bad crowd in the Marriott Center. It's a good crowd. Don't be, get me wrong. They got loud. But, like, numerically, that wasn't a good crowd. When you're used to playing in front of fewer fans, perhaps that affects you in a bigger Look, way. Look, I get that, you know, that sometimes people, you know, you don't want to admit that somebody beat you. It's okay. Just, just it's, yeah. It's okay that somebody beat it. you. Shake someone's hand for longer than a second. It's fine. So. And let's get you a tailor, bro. Come on. <laughs> He wore a polo. He wore a polo last night. Here's what we've got for you on the show today. Gavin Baxter, 10 points, two blocks, helped me out in N1. He joins us in studio in 15 minutes. I think he should start. We'll talk about it. N1 picks. We hit on three of four. Who got both, though? Spencer Linton joins us from the Marriott Center in 30. And BYU Hockey doing work on the ice. We'll talk to star player Chris Udall in 40 minutes. But first, today's headlines. Men's Hoops beats West Coast Conference rivals St. Mary's, and it feels good. 71-66, Yoli Childs led the way with 23 points and 11 rebounds, his eighth 20-10 of the season. The Gales missed their first 13 threes, but Yoli was dominant. A lob beneath the basket to Yo, bounces once, bangs into toss, reverse lay-in good, and Yoli makes it a nine-point game, 44-35. BYU doesn't play this weekend, but hosts fourth-ranked Gonzaga next Thursday. BYU's third in the West Coast Conference right now at 5-2. And, and oh, by the way, 
5-0 and this year on Thursdays, 4-0 and in league. They've won all four Thursdays. So just go ahead and chuck up a W. Gonzaga's going down next Thursday, just I guess. According to Pro Football Focus, Kyle Vannoy is the highest-graded linebacker in the NFL postseason. Pro Football Focus gives Vannoy an 87.2 rating, which is 13 points better than the second-best grade of 74.4 given to Cowboy linebacker Leighton Vander Esch. A player that BYU played against at Absolutely. Boise State recently. Yes. 16th-ranked gymnastics hosts Utah State in the annual Kids Meet in the Marriott Center right after BYU Sports Nation today, 1 Eastern, on BYU TV and the app. Last Friday, BYU outscored the Aggies 194.575 to 193.950 in Logan. Women's basketball traveling to San Diego to face the Toreros tomorrow. Cougars right now on a 10-game winning streak, undefeated in conference play. Toreros 1-7. and seven. Tip-off begins 5 p.m. Eastern on the W.TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars took care of business last night with a 71-66 win against West Coast Conference rival St. Mary's. Jason, what was the most impressive thing about BYU's win? This is what's great about this question is there's a ton of things that were impressive to start with just one. I'm going to go with turnovers or lack thereof for BYU. BYU had two turnovers for the game. And if memory serves, I think those turnovers came in the first half. So BYU, I believe, went the second half without a turnover. That is really impressive. Look, you're going to win a lot of games when you take care of the basketball like BYU did last night. The Cougars were plus 13 in the turnover margin, and BYU scored 17 points off of those turnovers. It was a huge reason why BYU was so successful last night. I go with the defense, and yesterday both Spencer and I agreed the difference in this game would be the defense. BYU was awesome. Gave up 66 points at home. St. Mary's completely changed who they were on offense because of the way BYU was playing them. Jordan Ford was slowed down. He wasn't the same guy held under his average. Still finished with 15, but he was 6 of 15, 1 of 5 from 3. Five assists in this game for St. Mary's. Zero at halftime. St. Mary's shot 44%, which is fine, but from 3, missed their first 13-3. Some of that's unlucky, but some of that is a nice contest. But, but that goes into it. Go, that's what happens in games. Sometimes. Sometimes you need teams to miss. Yeah, sometimes the teams miss and, and you play good D and you contest. and you get, Listen, the offensive rebounds were an issue for the BYU defense, 17 allowed. But BYU got 11 of their own offensive rebounds, so not a huge deal. But BYU just locked in and w- were dialed in defensively. You give up 66 points at home, you will win like 99% of your games in the Marriott Center when you're dialed in that defensively, uh, th- that much. St. Mary's is a good team. And BYU beat them, and this was this was important. It really was. The thing that really stands out to me too, and you talked about the three point shots from from St. Mary's. The fact that they were zero for thirteen, they ended up obviously hitting one more three than BYU. They hit five. They of hit the five. Seven. Yes, they hit five. BYU finished with four. That four was actually a season low. BYU had not made fewer than five in any game this year. Mm. So. That makes it even more impressive, and it, and it also shows you that you don't have to just be unconscious from three in order to win if the other aspects of your game are in, in play, which it was for last night. For BYU, defense, obviously, not turning the ball over. It just That, that was a, a great example of what is capable for BYU when things are clicking, and you've got, you're getting contributions from other guys, when the defense is there. It's just a great night for BYU basketball. 10-1 and one at home. BYU's really good at home. 
We, we knew that, but it was confirmed even more last night. There were several performances individually that could warrant MVP consideration. So who was your MVP of last night's win? Now, I think the easy picks are Yoli Childs or TJ Haas, right? Because they score the most. Uh, and TJ Haas with the ball in his hand is really good right now. I'm going with McKay Cannon and Nick Emery. The defense they played on the league's leading scorer, Jordan Ford. I, I, Ford was 6-15, and 15, one of 5 from 3, 15 points. Played all 40 minutes, by the way. Three assists, three turnovers. If Ford is off, St. Mary's isn't going to win the game. He, he like if Yoli Childs was held to 15 points, you'd think BYU would probably lose that game. Typically, uh, the defense those two guys played was tremendous, and and Cannon and Emery didn't combine for a ton of offense, but defensively they really set the tone. And Malik Fitz had a nice first half. BYU made some adjustments. Yep. He was held uh, scoreless for a long time, and uh, I'm just really happy with the way BYU played defense because offense is not an issue with this team. This is one of the best offenses in the country, top 30 team. Uh, second in the league to Gonzaga, who, by the way, just completely annihilated Santa Clara last night by 59, which was unbelievable. Jordan Ford was held in check to 15. That was good. See, for me, it's Gavin Baxter. And it's not just because he's going to join us in our next segment. But kind of. It, to me, and, and again, to your point, the way that Yoli and TJ play, they're always up for MVP consideration. But for me last night, that will be the Gavin Baxter game. That's the performance. That it was actually the Bill Vinovich game. But <laughs> well, yes. yes, but you, I think you understand. What Ten points, <laughs> five rebounds, two blocks, and one steal. Which, by the way, that steal was huge when it happened. His energy, it made a difference. And I think what made it even more exciting to watch is you knew his talent coming in. And you knew, look, it just takes time for guys to start feeling comfortable. He got into a rhythm, and you could just see the confidence in his game growing the longer that game went on. He was able to get the second half start, which I think was a big confidence builder for him. It it was fun to watch him play the way he did last night. His teammates, you could see on the bench when he would score, and, and so many of them, not only the dunk, had a, a monster dunk, but getting a, an offensive rebound and immediately going back up. Like, energized not only his teammates on the floor, but the guys on the bench. That To me, that will be the Gavin Baxter game. Ten points, five boards, five of six, two blocks last night. The last three games for Gavin Baxter. 25 points, 15 rebounds, seven blocks, 11 of 14. This is off the bench. Gavin Baxter should start starting next Thursday against Gonzaga. I think it's only I, a matter of time before he's in the I, starting lineup. I, I know what Luke brings to the table. Right now, he, he's playing uh, good defense and getting some rebounds. Gavin Baxter is giving you that and much, much more. So I think it's time uh, for Gavin Baxter to get to start and against the most athletic team BYU will play this season and the best team BYU will play this season, Gonzaga, coming in next Thursday. I... I Hope to see Gavin Baxter start. If he doesn't, then playing twenty how many minutes? Twenty eight minutes, I believe. Twenty eight minutes is is good. Okay, that that's fine. But I would like to start with your be your best self to start. No, I, so I, we'll, I, we'll I, see if the coaching staff does it. Yeah, I, I totally understand, and I, and I believe ultimately when it's all said and done, he'll he'll be a starter. But I don't think there, it's a bad thing. Why not thing. next Thursday against but, the but best team But I don't think it's play. a bad thing if you have that type of production 
coming off the bench. I, 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 could, I can certainly understand why the coaching staff may want to keep it for a little bit, but, but ultimately, Gavin's going to be started with this team. There's no question. Yes, and someone tweeted me, hey, put Nick in the starting lineup too. No, 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 no. You bring Nick off the bench. Right now, he's still figuring out his offense, comes in, plays good defense, and you go from there. After beating St. Mary's, the Cougars beat a top 35 team at home, are now in third place at 5-2 and two in league play, half a game ahead of the Gales. What does the win mean for the rest of the season now? When we ask these questions, it's, it's really dif- difficult. I, I really don't know what it means for the rest of the season. What I do know is it gives this team confidence right now. That was a confidence-building victory. I also know that it shows them what's possible when defense is the focus. Anything is possible. And defense was the focus. Uh, Dave Rose on Wednesday, when he addressed the media, talked about how great the three practices they had had to that point had been this week. Says great practices. So when I interviewed Dalton Nixon for my pregame interview on the radio, I asked him, I said, hey, coach said the past three practices have been fantastic. Why were they so great? And he immediately brought up defense. Like It has been the focus. Guys were energized and excited to play defense, and it showed last night. It certainly keeps BYU in the race for a top three finish in the WCC, which is certainly where you want to be. It was a big win against a team that has given BYU trouble in the past. What it means moving forward, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but like for right now, it's a big win and a confidence builder heading into a big game next week against Gonzaga. I would love for a coach to say, do you know how the last three practices were? They were terrible. That's we happened sometimes. So, rarely, if ever. It hardly happens. You don't want to admit it, right? You're right. Absolutely. This is a confidence builder. This was a game that BYU really needed. Gonzaga's next, okay? Compete in that game. Give yourself a chance, okay? You have a chance at finishing in the top three which is the goal of year. BYU's never finished outside the top three. Although this year with the way the bracket's set up in Vegas, there's not a difference between being the three or the four seed unless you want to avoid Gonzaga. So in that way, you want to be the three. You don't want to get to the Zags until perhaps Tuesday. Win helps the NIT cause, which we've been talking about as well. And I think this, this, this win is big because St. Mary's. I think it's big because St. Mary's is probably better than you think, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. St. Mary's was number 33 in Ken Palm. They're 35 now. So you know who's behind St. Mary's in Ken Palm? Syracuse, Indiana, Ohio State, Butler, Washington. If I told you last night that BYU beat Syracuse, that'd be a big deal, right? Beating the Cuse? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Ohio State, Butler. BYU beat a team that's really good. That was a really good win for BYU. And the Cougars have shown at home they are tremendous. 10 and 1, only loss to Houston, who I believe up to this point still has one loss, maybe two. Um, BYU's got to figure it out on the road a little more. And now we're talking about competing for number three or number two right there. Let's go do it. Question of the day was the most impressive thing you saw in last night's 71 66 win over St. Mary's. Let's get to the voice of the nation. This is the voice of the nation on BYU Sports Nation. At YFangirl underscore JB on Twitter. Got to mention Gavin Baxter's breakout game. I thought he broke out against Pepperdine last week. I thought this was a continuation. Cougars also had two turnovers compared to St. Mary's 15 turnovers. That's a big disparity. 13. 13. Plus 13. Yes, you're going to win so many games with that. And shut down one of the best three-point shooting teams in the West Coast Conference. No, no, no. The best shooting team. They shot 39%. Number one coming in. And last of all, Spencer's new St. Mary's face. He tweeted a selfie. I know. Yeah, a, a, a new face. It's yeah. not going to catch on, though, like the other one did. No, no. The other one yeah, invokes a more emotional reaction. That is true. At WD Heath 40 on Twitter, the 15-2 to 2 turnover margin. Again, our guys made a point to take care of the ball and to get it 
from St. Mary's. If you can have that kind of turnover margin, you put yourself in a great position to win the game. Even and, and BYU played, that's yeah. good defense, like we're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Even just being in single digits, oh, you're yeah. in good shape. Yes. To have two... Is ridiculous, is crazy. No, it's it's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Continue to weigh in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, Gavin Baxter joins us in Studio B. What's changed for him in the last three games? And does he like the Anchorman references? We'll ask him. I like that jacket. That's oh, that's fresh. Look at that. This is BYU Sports Nation. Jerem's going to ask for it. Be prepared. <laughs> it's a little long in the arm. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 16th ranked BYU Gymnastics hosting Utah State. Immediately following BYU Sports Nation, you can watch the dual meet on BYU TV, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll check in with Spencer Linton coming up in the next segment from the Marriott Center, which on BYU TV you're seeing right now, gymnastics getting ready to go at the top of the hour. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. You can always download the podcast or watch the show on BYUSN.com if you miss it. Our question of the day, what was the most impressive thing you saw in last night's 71-66 win over the Gales of St. Mary's? Colton underscore Palmer 3 on Instagram. How Gavin Baxter was a spark plug. He always got the crowd on their feet with big plays. That's exactly right. And he is our next guest in Studio B. What's up, Gavin? Not much. How are you feeling after a late game last night? Nine o'clock ended around eleven. Yeah, Here we I'll are. tell you what, those late games. Uh, I uh, got done with the game and then I looked at my phone and it was like eleven forty-five. I was like, "Okay, wait, that's it's kind of late. I got class tomorrow. I got to get to bed." So. Yeah, you had a nine o'clock class before this. So how was class? It was good. Uh, had geography, so learned about the world. So it was great. Very nice. So now that you've had some time, again, not very much time because it was such a late game, what, what did last night's win mean to you guys? Um, I, it was obviously, it's, again, St. Mary's. We, we uh, had a tough loss there at their place. It's a hard place to play. Um, so last night it was big for us to get that, that win against them, kind of get them back, and also give us that confidence and that momentum uh, moving into next week's game, which is going to be even bigger. So it was huge for us. Defense was the emphasis uh, in practice, it sounds like. Um, what was the game plan specifically against St. Mary's? Uh, because it seemed like it went really well. Yeah, um, I think it went, went really well, like you said. And it was just really to, to help each other out and not leave each other on an island, you know, defending our guys by ourselves. And so being able to, to help over and uh, just be in the right spot and make plays, that was, that was huge for us. So I think just right position on defense. I know after the game, when you were on the, the radio postgame show, Greg was asking you about getting the second half start. What did that do for you to be able to start the second half with that group? Um, I think it just uh, it was a confidence booster to just be able to start the second half and um, just get right in there. Uh, I'm used to, obviously, coming off the bench, kind of seeing the flow of the game and how things go, but um, I was just thrown right in there, and so I had to adapt to that, but it, it went well. The last three games, 25 points, 15 rebounds, 7 blocks, 11 of 14 from the field. You've had increased minutes, certainly more opportunity there. But what else has changed for you in the last three? Um, just honestly, my confidence has gone way up. Uh, the game is kind of slowing down for me. Uh, I'm able to see things better. Um, before I'd get in there, it'd just be like everything so fast. Um, it's kind of a blur, but now I'm able to see things better and just – um, honestly, just more confidence is what I need. Well, and, and to that point, maybe take it another step further. Wh where do you feel your game is at right now? 
Um, it's in an, uh, honestly, it's not where I expected it to be. Um, getting back from my mission, I, I think I had this vision of what I wanted to be, but I think it's actually, um, I've adapted to the position that I'm in, uh, pretty well and, uh, just got to continue to, uh, develop, develop my game, um, to the outside. I'd like to start shooting more threes and hitting those. And so, but right now I think it's in a great spot, um, especially for where our team's at. Where do you... Where do you envision your game? Like, what when you think of yourself in this program, playing basketball for the next couple of years? What do, what type of game do you envision for yourself? Um, just, uh, I think, just adding uh, the three point shot to my arsenal um, and driving to the basket more. Um, that's that's one of my strengths. Uh, so I just got to try to incorporate that to my game more. Um, but just kind of, um, kind of. Adding that three-point shot, I think, is going to be huge. Were you always, like, uh, a big wingspan guy? Were you always long like this your whole Yeah, life? pretty much. Uh, just always had more more arm length than everybody else. Jeremy and I can relate. It's fine. Yeah, we, oh, have, totally. we have huge uh, guys with huge wingspan. Huge wings. I could basically fly. Yeah, we, yeah. All, we all know how each other feels. Yeah, so. it's but, right. What's the what's your wingspan? Seven two or something? Seven three. Seven oh, three. Don't shortchange him. Yeah, give me I, that inch. Well, I, I had a, <laughs> I had a friend of mine say seven two. Um, yeah, seven three. That's that's great. Um, you've you've really changed things on the defensive end when you come in. You're blocking shots. You're helping. Um, has that kind of been your initial role uh, to come in off the bench and do that? And now you want to expand from there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, coming in off the bench and just uh, playing defense, obviously being long helps a lot uh, to kind of get in guys' faces and have a have a hover hand and stuff like that. Um, but now, obviously, like you said, I just want to continue to add um, to my game. I really appreciate you blocking two shots, by the way, because we do these picks for each game, and I said Gavin Baxter will block multiple shots, and he had exactly two. <laughs> had so two. thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You know, we talked about it a couple of times, Gonzaga coming in. You only had one game this week, so you've got a full week to get ready for Gonzaga. I've got to imagine you guys are pretty excited to be able to have that caliber of team on your floor next week. Yeah, it's it's great that we have a week break until then. We can we have time to put together a game plan and make sure we're rested and uh, just be more prepared because it is going to be a big game. And so um, having that week off is, is is big for us. We're talking with seven foot three wingspan man <laughs> Gavin Baxter on uh, BYU Sports Nation. Um, your parents both went to BYU. Your sister ran track here at BYU. Your mom held the 200 record for 26 years here at BYU. Went to Tim Few. What's it like for you to finally be at BYU? And now last night you're in a big game. You're dunking. The crowd's going crazy. National TV. What's that like? Um, it's a dream come true, honestly. I've just always wanted to, to play here. Grew up coming to the games with my dad. And so uh, to be out on the floor is... Like I said, a dream come true. It's awesome. Great feeling. We talked Tuesday about on uh, the uh, Dave Rose show about how your dad never missed a shot at BYU. Yeah, one that, for one. An incredible, <laughs> an incredible streak, right? It's it's amazing. What what does he tell you about BYU hoops since he was a walk on player here for us? Um, he's just uh, he's always been a fan, and uh, he um, didn't necessarily care where I went, but um, yeah, I think he's glad that I came here and kind of carried on that legacy and. Uh, Sadly, I can't carry on the 100%, you know, from the field. Uh, Does he remind you of that now? <laughs> um, I think he forgot, but now that, he, <laughs> now that he remembered, I think he'll be talking about it more. Are you, physically, are you more like your mom or your dad? Because your mom seems to be tall and kind of long. Yeah. Are you like your mom? Um, I think a nice blend of both. Like, my dad's like 6'5", and my mom's kind of longer and athletic, so I got the mix of the two. 
you mentioned you have school, and obviously school continues on, but you do have a little bit of time in between breaks. What do you do when you get away? How do you relax? How do you occupy your time when, it, when it's not being taken up by basketball stuff? Um, I'm into to cars and, and shoes. Uh, sneakerhead? I'm a sneakerhead for you, sure. You versus Dalton Nixon. Yeah, Dalton's got quite the collection. He does. Uh, honestly, he's 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 got me. He's a junior, probably. Though. Yeah, You're he, a freshman. obviously. Yep, so sorry. he's yeah. got he's got more time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm into shoes. I'm into nice cars. I like fast cars and stuff like that. So so now Dalton told me, and I, I hope I'm getting the shoe right. He said that his his favorite shoe of his collection was I think he said retro Jordan Eleven. I believe is what he said. I hope I'm getting this right. Yeah. Do you have a favorite shoe as well? Um, are we talking like casual or just whatever? If you're just your your favorite shoe, your most prized shoe. Um, one that I don't have that I really wish I had is the is the Kobe Six. Um, probably the greatest performance shoe of all time. But mm. as far as casual shoes go, uh, I have a pair of retro Twelves, French Blues. There. Really nice. Wow. Wow. Okay. What what do you wear on the court? Um, it depends. Last night I had the the black and white, the LeBron equalities, uh, the sixteens, those are nice. Um, but I I guess it just depends on how I'm feeling. So I switch it up. Awesome. We're talking to Gavin Baxter on BYU Sports Nation. BYU fresh off of the a win against St. Mary's. How is the next couple of days of practice since you're not getting ready for a game this weekend? Do you get a day off or is it practice in place of that? Uh, today we get a day off, but tomorrow we're back at it. So it's nice to have a day off, take a, um, let our bodies kind of recuperate and stuff like that. But tomorrow we're back at it. So we got to be dialed in for that. I'm sure this is not something that's new to you, but what do you make of all of the Anchorman references? <laughs> when, when, when people want to reference you on social media or whatever, they always reference something to do with Anchorman. Yeah, um, I've seen Anchorman. I think it's hilarious. It's, so, it's the best. The I references, I, I don't mind them at all. I think they're pretty funny. Do you have a preference on which reference? Because there are like three or four from the movie. With Baxter, there's a dog that Will Ferrell has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the man punted Baxter. That's pretty funny. But <laughs> I don't know how they're going to incorporate that one into to anything that happens. So we need, yeah, we need Jack Black uh, and <laughs> Will Ferrell to join the program or something. Um, do you have a nickname uh, that you want to share on the air? <laughs> no nickname. No nicknames. No nickname. Growing Just up, G Bax maybe. G Bax. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll have to come up with one. You're going to be here for a while, so yeah, you need to come I mean, up with you one. You guys can think about I it. I may yeah. have had one last night. I don't know. Like, uh, after one of your blocks, I tweeted out, more like Gavin Blockster. Am okay. I right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't, stretch, know, but... I, I don't know if that will catch on. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. What, why number 25? Uh, shoot. My friend... Um, he had the number 25, and I liked it. So I said, I'm going to be number 25. So <laughs> it just kind of stuck. Is that a Timpview or earlier? Uh, Timpview. Timpview. Yeah. Gotcha. And it was available when you got here. Yeah, luckily. So I'm going to keep that one as long as I can. What's the best part about playing BYU basketball right now? Um, I think just uh, being with a group of guys that is, like, a good influence. Um, they're fun to be around. And... Uh, Honestly, it's just been a blast, especially lately um, with the momentum we got. And so um, just being here in, in the environment, I love it. Who do you hang out with the most? Is there, do you have a, is there a group that kind of hangs out the most together? 
You and Connor because you're freshmen. I mean, how who do you hang out with most on the team? Uh, me and Dalton hang out a lot uh, on the road. A lot, of, a lot of shoe talk, I assume. Shoes and shoes and stuff take up our our conversations, and so uh, we're into that. And so, yeah, we we hang out a lot. Talking to Gavin Baxter here on BYU Sports Nation. Will you describe uh, the dunk where he came down the lane last night? Kind of what led up to that, and then then which felt was that was that off the pass from Connor? Not the one on the baseline, but the one right, the one down, right the down the middle. The lane, oh, that one. Yeah. So sorry, there's so many. It's hard to identify I know, which just one. So many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I go up to set the screen for Connor, and uh, St. Mary's likes to hedge their screens, and so I kind of left a little early. And Connor made a sweet pass through the middle. And uh, I was planning on taking a dribble until I realized I didn't need one. And so just went up and put it down. The 7-3 wingspan. You're like, it, oh, it, I'm right here. I was just like, extend the arms, and it went in. So it was great. And, and on the other dunk, there was a nice flex there. Your yeah. photo took a nice picture. It was that good. was a nice picture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new, new screensaver. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think we've had you sign this flag. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. you're way up there. Yeah, I signed right? it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love it. Well, good luck. You're, you're playing really well. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in the starting lineup here soon, in my opinion. Uh, and uh, keep keep playing well, and let's go, Cougs. All right, thanks. BYU Sports Nation Karma for uh, your classes until yes. next Thursday. Wow. We give you good luck. Okay, yeah. sweet. You, you play even better. Yeah, so you okay. get three blocks now. So it'll be great. <laughs> thanks, Gav. Yeah, no and we've made it through the entire interview without Jerem asking for your jacket, which I'm quite impressed with. Yeah. It's a nice jacket. It is a nice jacket. No, Thank a you. Nice jacket. A, it's Absolutely. one of my favorites. There yeah. we go. I was going to ask him off here, but okay, whatever. <laughs> now I've just made it awkward. <laughs> Not for sale, sorry. I think it's going to be a little long for me in the arm. But yeah. yeah. Well, but with the wingspan, it's, it's all equal. Similar wingspan. Right. It's very, we are, it's very we're similar. All similar wingspan. A- absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Gab. Appreciate it. No problem. Coming up, will it be louder in the Marriott Center today than it was last night? Uh, in a way, yeah. Spencer Linton joins us from the Marriott Center as he preps for the gymnastics meet. And and one accountability is next as well. Thanks to Gavin. He helped me out last night. This is BYU Sports Nick. Coming up on Wednesday, February 6th, help celebrate National Signing Day with us on BYU Sports Nation. Hear from head coach Kalani Satake and other coaches as we introduce you to the newest batch of BYU football players in a two-hour special from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. Can't wait. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. If you have a nickname for Gavin Baxter, send it in. We've received a few already. At Laser Sheep, Slenderman, the Admiral, Baxter Ball. You're not, you're not down with Gavin Blockster? Gavin Blockster. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> Let's get to today's headlines. Men's basketball, led by Gavin Blockster, beat West Coast Conference rival St. Mary's 71-66 last night in a late game in the Marriott Center. Yoli Childs led the way with 23 points and 11 rebounds. A lob beneath the basket to Yo. Bounces once, bangs into toss, reverse lay in good. And Yoli makes it a nine-point game, 44-35. to Gales missed their first 13 threes, ended up uh, making five of the last seven, but in the NBA won. Cougars don't play on Saturday, but host fourth-ranked Gonzaga next Thursday in the Marriott Center. Huge game. Yoli's third in the West Coast Conference right now at 5-2. According to Pro Football Focus, I like to call him PFF, Kyle Vannoy is the highest-graded linebacker in the NFL postseason. PFF gives Vannoy an 87.2 rating, which is 13 points better than the player with the second-best grade, that being Cowboy linebacker Leighton Vander Esch. 16th-ranked gymnastics hosts Utah State in the annual Kids Meet in the Marriott Center right after the show today, 1 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. 
Women's basketball traveling to San Diego today. They will face the Toreros tomorrow. Cougars right now on a 10-game winning streak, undefeated in conference play. Tip-off at 5 p.m. Eastern time on the W.TV. As if a 9 p.m. tip wasn't enough from the Merritt Center, let's go back to the Merritt Center where your boy Spencer Linton is in the house, the Big Mac as they used to call it. Spencer, what's up, man? Uh, we, were, we were hanging out in the Merritt Center last night. Now you're back for gymnastics, but a huge win for the Cougars, man, last night. Absolutely. The energy was amazing. And I just want to give a shout-out to the Marriott Center crew that had to stay basically all night, work through the night, and set this gymnastics thing up. They were joking. They said, hey, if you want to sleep here, we can find a place for you and do it because some of us feel like we might need to do that. But it's a crazy effort to go from the game finishing at 1130 last night to setting all this equipment up for Kids Day the next morning. Crazy. You know, one of the things we've been talking about was what was the most impressive thing to us about last night's game. <clears throat> what was the most impressive thing to you about last night's win for BYU over St. Mary's? All right, so I'm going to give you my answer, but I'm going to give you my answer with my Gavin Baxter nickname, courtesy okay. of one Trevor Linton, who may or may not be related to me. He called him the Bax Factor, not the X Factor, the, the Bax, Bax Factor. Factor. Okay. okay. I was like, okay. It's Gavin Blockster, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, Gavin Blockster sounds better for sure. Uh, no, he, he, was, he, was, he was incredible. And, and honestly, Jeremy, I thought he was going to have three blocks, but they called that offensive foul on Malik Fitz yeah. that uh, negated a third block hey, shot. I just needed two. We're good. His energy was next level. And he said it to you guys in the, the, the segment that you just had with him. Things are slowing down for him. He was so sped up early in the season. And so it was kind of nice to hear him talk about how the game has specifically slowed down for him and things are becoming easier and he can be in the right position and find his guys. But yeah, that was uh, it was nice to see Gavin Baxter have a breakout game at home. We saw what he could do against Pepperdine. He needed this energy and to feel that in the Marriott Center last night. Okay, let's get to our and one picks. This will be a fun segment for me. Picks, predictions, and one on BYU Sports Nation. We give two picks. First pick's worth two points. If you get that one right, you have a chance to get a one-pointer. I uh, was leading 12-10 before the game began. So, Spencer, you go first. All right, my two-pointer, BYU is a one-and-a-half-point underdog. I said, would win. Swish! Whistle blows. I don't have my whistle. And one. I said, BYU would out-rebound the Gales. It wasn't close. <laughs> Not close. Yeah, it was. I, it's kind of weird to win by five and be out-rebounded by 14. Well, when a team starts the three-point shooting 0 for 12 in the first half and they yeah. don't have any assists, things like that. You can be out-rebounded and it's okay, but I mean, it was it was not close. St. Mary's was plus five rebounding margin on the season going into the game. I mean, they blew BYU out of the building off the glass, but the Cougars made plays in basically every other statistical category. So I got two, but not the and one. I missed the free throw. Okay, my two-pointer. Yoli Childs will make a three-pointer. Swish! Yeah, Yoli made a three-pointer. One of three. Thanks, Yoli. And my and one pick. And one. Sorry, I, I have a whistle. Unlike, uh, you know, Sunday in the Saints game, I'll blow the whistle. Uh, <laughs> Gavin Baxter will have multiple blocks. My Swish! Man. My man. He swished the block. What? Uh, he had two blocks. <laughs> and as soon as he got the second block, I was like, three points. Yeah, it was awesome. So Swish! Yeah, swish! Updated standings, 15 to 12. I'm up. So, yeah. Uh, let's talk about... What we're hearing behind you, Spencer, uh, you're about to embark on uh, one of the more unique experiences that happen each year. 
Kids Day, and it sounds like it has begun. Oh, it has definitely begun. The sea of school buses are parading <laughs> around the Marriott Center parking lot. They're expecting anywhere from eight to 10,000 kids today to set a new record for a gymnastics beat. It, it's so popular, they had to move it out of the Smith Fieldhouse. They packed the Smith Fieldhouse right. last year. So they had to come to the Marriott Center because so many different schools wanted to sign up and participate with this. But the amount of kids doing the floss right now. Yeah, we're seeing it. I mean, it's like probably one out of every ten children in the building doing the floss right now. It's a dentist dream. It really is. <laughs> so Also, there's a decibel meter. And, Jason, I know that you pride your Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. and that Arrowhead Stadium's the loudest stadium in the world. Well, it is. The Marriott Center today might give it a run for its money. Well, here's here's my question to you. <laughs> Which song do you think will be the loudest sing-along? Will it be the SpongeBob SquarePants theme? Okay. Will it be uh, anything from Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. Or will it be Let It Go from Frozen? Oh, those, are the, those are the classics that usually the kids go nuts for in these kids' games. It's going to be Let It Go. Okay. It's going to be a Disney song. Mm. However, if they play <laughs> Justin Bieber, watch out. Yeah. Justin Bieber is typically crazy. I'm just excited to see kids do Fortnite dances other than the floss to Taylor Swift and to let it go from Disney. I'm not sure how that works, but they'll figure it out. (laughs) I'll take the dab at this point. I'm over the floss. I really am. Okay. Spencer, dab uh, it, baby. Spencer, enjoy uh, the meet. We look forward to it at the top of the hour on BYU TV and the app. BYU and Utah State. Thanks, man. Cougars rank 16th. Stick around. Right, baby. Thanks. Fun fact, that's actually, it's not all a bunch of elementary schools. It's just the Provo Fourth Ward Primary. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know, I think we really missed uh, an opportunity there to have Spencer do the floss on camera. Yeah. Well, I, we really, we, should we, we go the, back? We oh, missed we have to go the to break. opportunity. Uh, we have to one. go to break. Shoot. All right. Next time. That's fine. Coming up, is there any place smellier than a hockey locker room? No is the answer. Chris Udall from BYU Hockey joins us in studio next. How are the old Ice Cats doing this season? We'll, we'll chat. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, you can watch or listen to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Greg Rubel is your host. Reserve your seats for the show, which happens in Studio C. You can do that right now, BYUCougars.com. Slash Rose Show. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. This is our question of the day. What, what was the most impressive thing you saw in BYU's win over St. Mary's last night? Brent Robinson on Facebook. Defense was a lot better. Need to do better on the boards. They had four to five offensive boards in a row. Nick Emery is improving every game. Give him the okay to slash and drive more. He did score a little bit more. Got to the free throw line. Uh, got out in transition, made a layup. I thought that was positive. Dalen Perkins on Facebook. How we hung in tough in spite of St. Mary's offensive rebounding. By the way, BYU had 11, so it, it was plus six for St. Mary's. I, I don't think it was as bad as everyone thinks. So giving up 17 is a lot, but BYU neutralized that a bit. Um, had kept them off the offensive boards. We went by 15 to 20, but that's how, that's how it is. St. Mary's is a good team. They're a good team, man. Now joining us in studio, Chris Udall from BYU Hockey. They play at Peaks Ice Arena. They played last night. They play Saturday. You can catch them. You can watch them on YouTube as well. Welcome to Studio B. First time. Thank you. First time. Although you've been on, on the show yes. in between the lines yes, with Lauren McLean and twice. Twice, it was yeah. A great experience, and I loved it. You played last night against uh, MSU Denver. They, they used to be called Metro State. I it, called a game on BYU TV back in the day against Metro State. And they st- we still call them in the locker room Metro State, but the full, right, we have to. 
give them their credit, the full name, MSU Denver. MSU Denver. So. They end up winning 3-2 in a tight one. They did. Uh, I guess describe last night's game. Um, it was a great game. Uh, we're short some guys, um, and that happens with you know the physical play that we have of, of a hockey game. Um, but we, we played well. Um, we came out, and we didn't quit. With uh, 26 seconds left, pulled the goalie 3-1. Um, the coach doing the amazing things that he always does, um, being smart. Uh, our captain's also just sort of getting the team going where it needs to be, and we put the puck in the net. That brought us down to the one-goal differential, and that will help us in the standings coming up. So. And you, you were supposed to have a, have a game tonight against Wyoming. That's not right. going to happen That's now, right? That's not going to happen. Nope. So that's canceled. Uh, Wyoming has some other complications that they have going on. So uh, that's canceled. But we do have our next game Saturday at 7 o'clock at Peaks Ice Ring against the Colorado, University of Colorado. So okay. That's a big game against the Buffs. Very how's, how's the season going? Season's amazing. Season's really good. Um, we're doing better, I think, than we ever have. Um, we all keep talking about just the different atmosphere that this locker room is comparative even to years before. We always say that this hockey team is unlike any other, and that's true. It absolutely is 100%. It, but this season, there's something different, and we all know it, and this is the year we're going for Nationals as best we can. What's different? <sighs> Whether it's just the, the atmosphere um, – how we all decide to go forward with our wins and our losses. It's just, um, we're just moving forward with it. We're just really, we have a loss like that last night where it is tough and we all are a little down on ourselves. But at that point, we just look at it and we go, okay, it was a close game. We showed that we can play our hearts out. We know we can play with top five teams. Not a problem. We're seated eight. We have no issue going up to top five and and going to nationals this year and playing our hearts out. So do you have to be top five to qualify? Because you play in the West region. So West region. Yeah, so real quick with that, it's top 12 teams that go to uh, regionals, but the one and two seed get an automatic buy from regionals to the nationals. So um, basically we need top from seed three to 10, three to 12 um, to be in there, and then we'll go to Arizona for regionals, play our games at regionals, of course, win because you know that's what we do. That's what, what <laughs> And then we go to qualify nationals. three through twelve in that to get to uh, nationals. Just a tournament type play, like the top other two or something. Yeah, so it'll be four teams. Total. Gotcha. Yes, so correct. top two get buys, and then yes. other two, okay. and then the other gotcha. two winning teams, um, seed one and two, basically whoever wins those two get gotcha. to go with the four teams. To Hockey players <laughs> are are a breed. In and to themselves, and I mean that in a good way. It's Thank you. Culture. It really, it really, is. It really is. scary. So, so <laughs> when people find out that you play hockey, what's the stereotype you have to fight the most? I, people automatically immediately go to this bad boy, like just wants to get out there and destroy things, like this anger management type. I don't know, Flap maybe shot, not. Yeah. Did they yeah, just so, also yeah. assume you're from Canada? Of course, oh, of course. <laughs> and I'm from Arizona, so like the difference is sad, but it's it's good. Um, yeah, no, it's I, it's a good stereotype. I enjoy it and I love it when people are like, BYU has a hockey team or. Wow, you're a hockey player? Like, what is that? Like, it just, to me, it, it sort of surrounds me and goes, yeah, that's, that's part of who I am. I am a hockey player, and I love it. How'd you get into hockey in Arizona? The Phoenix Coyotes play a role there? Yeah, I mean, they did at the beginning. Um, and then my friend just had ended up saying, you know, hey, we're playing some inline hockey. You want to come try it? And Arizona and California, that's bigger than ice hockey. Hmm. Um, it's, ice hockey's now grown, obviously, with the Arizona Coyotes and everybody else. But uh, 
um, and ASU getting their D1 NCAA team. So it's, it's definitely grown, but uh, I transitioned from inline to ice, and I've literally stuck with it ever since. I played every sport before then, but this is it. You were born in the right century, because if you're born in the last century, <laughs> you can't play hockey in no. Arizona, right? Air conditioning changed the game. Yeah, right, So this is a question I've been looking forward to asking you. Okay. We, we use this as our tease uh, going into this segment. In terms of smelly locker rooms, <laughs> is there anything more smelly than a hockey locker room? So I'm going to let – I mean, I can go – I can go. we can go back to Spencer if we want. Hey, Spencer, you want to chime in? No. Uh, and Jeremy has actually been to the ice rink yeah, as yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, no. Football tries. A lot of other guys try. All teams try. All sports try. There is a literal scent <laughs> that comes – with hockey and and it's and it's different. It's not even. It's sp- the pads, I think. Oh, it's right. Well, and yeah, I, I think that's it's the, the pads. That's and it's, the worst part. Yeah, and we're all very superstitious, so we all do our own things very differently. With I'm going to tape my stick this way, this, this way, time, and this time. And, yeah, and yeah. hey, this scored me a goal, so I'm going to do it again. Oh, this didn't do anything for me this game, yeah. so I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> but it's the same thing with our pads and like how we. Yep. Can you so. describe the smell in one word? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it's the smell. Beautiful. Of- it really is. I love it. I, it I'll, to, I'll to walk quote in Anchorman. Yeah, to quote Anchorman, we, been, we talked to Gavin Baxter. Oh, yes, Baxter. Yes, yes. To quote Anchorman, that's the smell of desire. <laughs> it really, for me, it is. <laughs> to win. Absolutely. To win. Well, but that's the thing is I don't even smell it. So I go into the locker room and I don't smell oh, it. Oh, you're neutralized. But, oh, wow. absolutely. Oh, Most, wow. Okay. At, at some point, you all get neutralized to it. But It's a defense mechanism, oh, probably. But at this point, it's people come into the locker room or people come into the hallway or even come into the walking <laughs> into the rink and it's just... <gasps> So, anyways. Uh, tell us about, because we heard a little bit about in, in between the lines. If you didn't see it, Lauren, you know, uh, went at Spencer. Awesome. Spencer played good goalie, and I thought Lauren could skate pretty well. He played a very good goalie. She was working Patrick on Patrick Waugh out there, man. Uh, almost, yeah. almost. I mean, in all reality, we should have signed him to an NCAA deal at that point. <laughs> but, uh, no, Lauren, Lauren skated great. A uh, little more stick handling work and a little more shot power. She would have been all right. Uh, but, yeah, no, Spencer has a real good goalie. Is goalie coach jared uh jared menzella so it was it was good to have it was good to have everybody out there and have a lot of fun what is the youth culture for hockey i i know that it's you know you obviously have a really you have a lot of kids that'll go in and play soccer and things like that what's what's the culture like for youth hockey it's different than any other sport obviously um it's much more i think competitive usually i'll get kids that are a little bit quicker and the fact that hockey is just a fast sport it's a very very fast sport on ice and you're on knives on your feet like it's just it's an insane sport it's, it's crazy so you get the knives cra- on our yeah. feet in all reality you get the crazy kids so skilled yeah and they don't mind the smell and yeah, they don't exactly. mind the smell yeah. That's the, the smell of thing. beautiful the smell of beautiful of desire yeah <laughs> uh looks like come bear gifts which is incredible so look I, at these look at that wow wow so i we uh our sponsors have decided to Donate their money and their time. Um, brought even Jason a little puck yes. from a game puck. Um, now you and Greg have pucks in your uh, office. That is true. Yeah. This is yours. Thank you. That this is, is awesome. This is incredible. We do have wow a few others for Lauren as well. I'm going to take Spencer since Spencer. he's not here. You can take Spencer's. That's fine. So, uh, how, easy anyways, that, how easy does <laughs> this stitching come off? With the Linton. No, <laughs> how easy does this stitching come off? This is awesome. <laughs> Chris, so, this is a yeah, this is a royal are, gift. Also, Thank you. Also, the back of Spencer's that yeah. is awesome. So, this is really nice. Yeah. Twenty three. Game game Love used. It. You got the fighting strap in the back just in case you guys want to get in with somebody. So you so you oh un- yeah you unhook. Stri- 
You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't so, realize there was another. And then you oh, yeah, it? no, like NHL guys, you can, like, it's, I mean, wow. it's a strap. It's Velcro and then a button. You just Love strap it. it into your, your girdle. Fantastic. Great. Chris, thank you for these gifts. Absolutely. Uh, good luck tomorrow night if you want to go to the match. 7 o'clock, Peaks Ice, Ice, Ice Arena uh, against Colorado. If you're outside the market, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, yep, BYU, BYU Hockey, hockey YouTube. on YouTube. Beautiful. Thanks, Chris. Great stuff. Thanks, good guys. Luck. BYU Sports Station Karma. Woof. All right, coming up, can BYU take down the top-ranked team in the nation? They have the opportunity this weekend. And Kyle Van Oy is the best. According to whom? This is BYU Sports Nation. Thanks to our guest today, men's hoopster Gavin Blockster. Thank you. And hockey player Chris Udall. Oh, awesome. Look at, look at that. Our producer Ben Bagley got his own jersey. Fantastic. Check out the uh, Cougars tomorrow against Colorado. 7 o'clock. Sorry to Dennis Pitta. No time or hockey jersey for you. If you missed any of today's show, always download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Beats West Coast Conference rival St. Mary's 71-66. Yoli Childs led the way with 23 points and 11 rebounds. Oh-hum, another double-double for Yoli. BYU doesn't play this weekend. They host fourth-ranked Gonzaga next Thursday. Women's basketball. 16-3, and an undefeated West Coast Conference leading BYU plays at San Diego tomorrow, 5 Eastern on the W.TV as they go for their 11th straight victory. Cougars in the NFL. They're taking it all the way up to 11. According to Pro Football Focus, Kyle Van Oy is the highest-graded linebacker in the NFL postseason. Pro Football Focus gives Van Oy an 87.2 rating, which is 13 points better than the second-best grade given to Cowboy linebacker Leighton Vander Esch. Gymnastics. 16th-ranked BYU hosts Utah State in the annual Kids Meet in the Marriott Center at the top of the hour right after the program here on BYU TV and the app. Last Friday, BYU outscored the Aggies 194.575 to 193.950 in Logan. Tennis. Men's tennis takes on number one Wake Forest in the ITA kickoff weekend in North Carolina tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Track and field. BYU competes in the Dr. Sander Invitational Columbia Challenge in New York City. I'm not sure who Dr. Sander is, but he seems very important. And the University of Washington invite in Seattle today and tomorrow. Swimming and diving. Men's and women's swim and dive duels. Utah tomorrow at Ute Natatorium at 1 p.m. Eastern. Cougars overseas. We call the Richards Building the Natatorium. I like that. Brandon Davies scored 13 points, grabbed seven rebounds, and had a steal in an 80-70 Zalgiris loss to AX Armani in Lithuania. Hockey. BYU hockey, as we were just talking about, falls to MSU Denver 3-2. Game tonight against uh, Wyoming has been canceled. They'll be taking on Colorado for their next game. And uh, they have a player named Axel Boyer. Axel? Axel. Axel Rose, Axel Boyer. Axel Axel Foley. Love it. Horizon Chow goes to Men's Hoops for beating the Gales. Also, shout out to Chris Udall. Awesome gifts. Thanks for the puck and the jerseys. Awesome. Uh, our question of the day, what was the most impressive thing you saw in last night's 71-66 win over St. Mary's? The Elite Voice of the Day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years. Goes to Kevin Riedler on Facebook. My most impressive thing was seeing the backup bigs not being afraid to take it to the hoop and jam. JT and Yoli had held their own. Nick came off the bench, had a spark, but the bigs really came to the forefront. Hey, chime in on social media. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Reed Noble, BYU Sports Nation. Back at it Monday. Hang tight for gymnastics.